Fierce Fan Media. That. I would definitely try that, that would, too. I would do that. But this, this like, what is it? Oh, Chamoy? On, on your talk, just type in Chamoy Pickle, and you're going to get a whole kit. I oh. love pickles. I will try all the pickle trends. I, I'm going to try it. We just haven't been in the mood to try it yet, but I'm going to try it. You got to be in the mood for a pickle. Yep. <laughs> every straight woman (laughs) good evening everybody welcome to the weekly wind down i told you she was gonna get on and walk around didn't i i had to get my headphones Uh okay (laughs) i am i'm sorry i almost clicked leave meeting because of the verbal abuse i'm encountering here for those wondering yes stacy is back i'm back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for those not wondering yeah she was late. <laughs> yeah i was late yeah late. i'm not gonna uh, like been doing this for so many years i'm not gonna change my brand now that's like <laughs> career suicide yeah but nobody knows you're late we just have to sit around and wait for you uh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so i'm still gonna you know just respect my friends it's fine <laughs> the problem is by the time she gets here Aaron's usually wasted. Half in the bag, baby. You're Half welcome. <laughs> welcome. I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the new age old school mom. I'm Stacy, the political you princess. Lost you lost your spot. You lost your spot. You took too long. <laughs> Listen. Julie. I'm just kidding. Okay, I can move to the end. That's fine. No, you're not moving to the end. No, you're not moving to the end. Go. Our poor listeners are in their cars right now being like, what the fuck, man? Right? They're like, this family drama. <laughs> uh, I'm Erin, the geeky gal pal. I'm Julie, the not-so-lipstick not lesbian. Not-so-lipstick lesbian. <laughs> I'm Julie. The not-so-sober. What <laughs> <laughs> can St. Patrick say? Y'all are lucky I'm logged on. I love y'all so much. Oh, we're lucky. We're lucky. Yeah. Is that the luck of the Irish is with us? <laughs> I'm lucky that you guys are willing to log on. There it is. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's everyone drinking tonight? I'm drinking. Yeah, but it's the Francis Coppola diamond collection oh. because it was like $20, but it was on sale for like, Mm-hmm. I don't remember, like $13.99. So I was I like, all right. It. Coppola wine is so this. good. So good. So good. It's actually kind of like a little too tart. Like oh, it, see, it I drink so- their red wine. I don't know about their white. Yeah, it's a little tart for me, but I'm going to finish it. <laughs> I'm so excited Dempsey's here. Me too. Me too. Let me guess. Um, Dempsey's not drinking because she's been sick. Aaron's no, I was going to, and then that's what I was walking to go get besides my headphones was my drink. And then I got chastised for moving around when we recorded. So now, <laughs> now I'm parched and I don't have anything to wet my whistle. Well, what were you going to drink? Um, I was going to drink either wine or one of the cut water margaritas in a can. Okay, so you can go get it now. Okay, thank you. Okay, cool. I'm drinking a green beer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we got uh three daughters beach blonde ale which is one of my very favorites so i put two little drip drips of green food coloring and i feel very festive 
am a little tipsy. I'm not going to lie. I love that journey for you, bird. (laughs) Julie, I'm drinking whiskey and Red Bull. You know, it's been that kind of week. I've been trying to not drink so much on the podcast here lately because I've been feeling guilty that (laughs) the pad kiss. Yeah, gosh, Margaret. (laughs) So trying not to drink so much on the podcast. some podcasts here lately but you know (laughs) i'm drinking menage a trois because at costco got a case i talked about it last week they're like six bucks a bottle at costco so i'll be drinking this for well probably six weeks (laughs) (laughs) you know it goes down easy though and it's a bargain yeah real real easy this uh menage a trois it's donna drinking Mom's drinking. Remember when we used to think Sutter Home was fancy, you guys, when we were teenagers? Because that's what I drink. I still do. Now we're like, what kind of swill are you drinking? (laughs) (laughs) Like a step up from Boone's Farm. (laughs) Barely. I love Boone's Farm, though. She likes it. It's also funny that, like, seltzers have become popular because aren't they just like less sweet wine coolers my mom yes. my mom drinks truly now though i do love so a good wine. i do love a truly Truly's are the i saw that though. they have like the sunny d it came out with a line of seltzers yeah i need to try that hmm. you know what they should do make it in a capri sun thing <gasps> yes <laughs> you're Jeez. welcome million dollar idea for someone Yep. Could you imagine Somebody a bunch of drunk people it. trying to get that damn straw in? Oh. No. They'd all it pierce the back. Jewel, have you put your whiskey into that contraption I made you for Christmas? I drink my whiskey too fast. No. Do you need a whiskey barrel? It's got regulators on it. Well, I drink them in quarter pints. Little fit. It's adorable. <laughs> really, I was thinking like you hobo. Not <laughs> <laughs> in a paper bag. Get out of the he bag, please. He throws all her belongings in a handkerchief and slings it over <laughs> his shoulder with a stick. That fits in her handkerchief. That's why it's yeah. so little. How did you empty? <laughs> I went with the margarita. I know inquiring minds wanted to know. All right, Julie, hit us with Space Corner. Oh my God. Go first this week. Yes, you guys are going to be so excited about this. Pull up my notes. Oh, oh shit. Wow. Notes? She took Man, notes. Man, I've missed a lot. Really <laughs> 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 comes with notes now. <laughs> the James Webb recently discovered the WR124. Okay. I got to dumb it down. Oh. When explode, the James Webb has recently discovered that when stars explode, they're some of them are 30 times the mass of our sun. 
and they explode when it's the end of their lifetime. They go into what's called a supernova, and it's called a warped riot star. So sounds like a sweet party. Us? Like, no, she's reading. Oh, <laughs> these are my. The star essentially explodes all of its layers, creating at least ten other suns and materials and dust and gas, which basically create whole other galaxies. And we didn't even know that these existed until the James Webb. And it's so insane to, and this is from um, Astra Alexandra. She has a TikTok about it that I'm sure explains it way better than I ever could. But it's basically, they... What she even says on there, and this is basically how we're created. It's science. We die. These stars and galaxies die, explode, and evolve into hundreds and thousands and millions of other things that create more tens and thousands of millions. That's why the universe is so expansive. And it just blew my fucking mind when I saw this because I'm like, so we have one one little star that when it's ready to die, explodes and creates tens and millions of other things. What do you think of the Pentagon saying that they've uh, encountered a mothership in the solar system? So I I read about that. I I just want to find selective what they say and how they word it. I think that they've discovered way beyond that. And that's just what they're telling us. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. I hate that. Yeah, they they probably have, but there's scientifically stuff so far i mean you're talking about one star that exploded at the end of its life it didn't die the star did not die the star exploded at the end of its life and created more life that is a mind fuck to me yeah you can't kill yeah. And this was an argument I had with somebody earlier on this week. We're energy. You're energy. I'm energy. You can't kill energy. That's why I believe it's, in ghosts. Right. Yeah. It's 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 something to think about. You do you know what? Maybe they discovered a mothership, but unless I hear it from NASA or scientists or something like that, the government. I don't care if it's Republican. But NASA is the government. But directly from NASA. I get what she I means. It came directly from the Pentagon. They don't tell us shit. Right. I think you're I agree with what you're saying though. I think if they if they told us that much, like if they told us the tiniest little thing, there's so much more they haven't said. Yeah, I agree. I would read it directly from 
NASA to believe it, to really fully comprehend what they were saying. Me, me personally, I don't not believe them. Sure, the Pentagon. I mean, fuck. Who knows? I'm, I'm not. I'm no genius. Like, yeah, they could be telling us the truth, but they're giving us a sliver of the information that they have. Quit laughing at me. <laughs> it was just funny the way you were like, "I'm no genius." Yeah, but. after you said you had to dumb it down for <laughs> right, <us>. like, right? <laughs> talking about supernovas and warf riot stars. I'm no genius. You're pretty know, smart. You sound pretty smart to me, right? I was. I wanted to be at that party. Search from NASA.gov. I believe it. I think like something that annoys me is like all these videos and pictures that are coming out like in the wake of them saying they found the mothership that trucks driving with like a spaceship on them or like aliens and it's half covered by a tarp. But those are coming from Burning Man. Like and they see them on the freeway and they grab their video camera and they tape it and then they have no context whatsoever and they just post it like on Reddit or on tiktok or wherever twitter and there's no context and people are like oh my gosh there's aliens they found a spaceship and i'm like those are legit from burning man like <laughs> stop it okay here's Just what the pentagon said started. here's here's the official quote from the pentagon okay an artificial interstellar object could potentially be a parent craft that releases many small probes during its close passage to earth an operational Construct not too dissimilar from NASA mission, NASA missions. Sean Kirkpatrick, director of the Pentagon's All Domain Anomaly Resolution Center, wrote in a research report co-authored by Abraham Loeb, chairman of Harvard University's astronomy department. That's fucking scary. And I, I keep know. telling you guys that space movies are not all fake. Oh, God. Aaron's about to have an existential crisis. <laughs> I am. War of the Worlds. Have you not seen this movie? The Tom Cruise one kind of sucked, but the original no. was great. It's scary. Opposite of Aaron, like, science and learning about the world and everything. I don't know if you guys saw that TikTok I sent you about how they discovered multiple, multiple dimensions. Science gives me a lot of peace. Like, Opposite. No, but no we're peace. it it gives me a lot of peace because it's it literally proves that we're all energies and balls of energy and creations that you 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 can't kill that. There's no dying in that. Your energy scared. It can never be killed. It's so like don't it's you like, see how fucked up. Matthew McConaughey was an interstellar at the end. Like, he's fucked up. So, I just, like, yeah, okay. So, there's dimensions. I don't know. That doesn't seem like I should do that. I can barely handle this dimension. Seriously, <laughs> me and Bird can't even handle Earth. Right? Like, I feel like we sound high as hell right now talking about this. <laughs> right? Am I like, does this sound like really weird? I've had one sip of a canned margarita. Right? <laughs> you're you're definitely drunk, bird. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I guess it's all like the eye of the beholder. Like, science gives me a lot of peace. Like, I don't want to be a big deal. I know I'm not a big deal. Like, 
were very insignificant in the scope of the universe and the world. And scientifically, there's no scientific way to kill energy and power. Like, we're not going anywhere. I, I do believe that it goes somewhere else, which is like, and I don't want to preach or get into religion or anything like that, but that's really Buddhism. And like who you are and karma and stuff like that. Like that kind of stuff puts me, everybody's scared to die. Nobody wants to not just be nothing, you know, like that's everybody's biggest fear. I think that's why a lot of people are super religious because they're terrified of not being to dust. You come to dust, you return, you know, nobody wants to not be nothing. But if you really look at it scientifically, you're a ball of energy and it that that's not just not going to go nowhere. You know? So yeah. I would like to say one thing, like science in general does not freak me out. Like I am very happy yeah. to learn about science and to understand how the world works, how things work within our world. It's I think what me. begins to trip me out is so my brain, mine, Aaron's, it has to be able to wrap its arms around something. And when it can't, I go, what the fuck? And I start, I start like obsessing and freaking out about it because I want so badly to understand and I can't. So like when we start talking about the universe being infinite and now all these different galaxies and all these different things, it's like, holy motherfuck. Like, I have a hard time grasping this, this universe. Now we talk about all these other universes that are also existing, all these fucking stars and these wharf riots. I'm like, what is this place? Get me out of here. You know, it's crazy, Aaron. You just tapped into the entire reason that humans created God. Right. Yeah, but I don't want, but I also don't want to believe in God. Because I'm just I saying the fear I of cannot. the unknown and not being able to wrap their heads around like the infinite possibilities of the universe is exactly why, because they couldn't believe that this giant, well, they also didn't have contextually just the like vocabulary or the research capabilities to understand that it was a ball of gas that's burning, you know, a hundred billion miles away from us or a hundred million miles away from us. But the whole, the inability to our brains have their they're wired to make sense of things even when they don't make sense to us that's why we're tricked with like those visual images that's why we if if you ever do those like bullshit reading tests on social media where like your brain skips over stuff and it puts together the words that's the entire reason humans created god because they couldn't wrap their heads around anything else but i also don't understand god i'm like live in a time where the information's available to you right right so right. I understand exactly. I was, what that was saying. an insult to you. I'm saying no. That's I know. I know what you mean. No, right, but it just. No, seems I'm not. Like, I, I'm not a Christian, Jackie. You <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it just seems like more people our age too believe in science and not religion. Yeah, I, I think religion would have a lot more followers if they didn't go out of their way to hurt so many people. Well, that's a valid yeah. point. I I believe. A hundred years from now, 200 years from now, like our great, great, great grandchildren, our great ancestors will have a way better idea of science and how everything works. 
I don't necessarily not believe in Greek mythology. That there's mm-hmm. way greater powers way beyond. I mean, the fucking Mayans had that shit figured the fuck out. These motherfuckers lined their buildings with the stars with no technology. None. See, I have an easier time with those kinds of religions because it's almost like in and Native American religions and those sorts of things because it's like they know that it's just a belief system. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't really think those gods are like up in Mount Olympus. Like, right. Yeah. Right. And it just, it science for me just brings me peace. Like, you're not, you're a ball of energy. You're never, you're never not going to be nothing. And I have had people close to me die. And I have had dreams and stuff like that or whatever. And maybe that's our own minds, you know, messing with us that have come to me and literally said, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And they're at peace. Beyond shit that our little pea brains can't even understand. <laughs> like, I love learning about science and space because hearing about this fucking star exploded and became 10 new moons. <laughs> like, what? That is pretty wild. That like, there's constantly expanding and constantly growing. You can't tell me that we are not in some probably very insignificant way a part of that. It's I think it's the thing that makes me feel unsettled is the enormity of it. Mm. Like the vastness and that kind of stuff. Like that makes me, it stresses me out. Like I don't want to get lost in Julie, I feel like the facts, the like, scientifically proven facts make me comforted because it's proven it's not you know like a theory it's not written in ancient books that somebody else wrote and somebody else said to somebody I'm with you on that a hundred percent I think that's what makes me uncomfortable with space though is not the stuff that we know but the stuff that we don't know yet that makes sense And and then it's like you start to understand the stuff that we know and then James Webb goes out there and goes, ah, 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 ah. No, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't know that. But the cool thing about science that. is then they come back and say, okay, we have more information now, cool. so we're going to adjust our <laughs> There's beliefs. the big difference between exactly. science and religion. <laughs> and also science and anxiety. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, and like Ricky Gervais said when he was on one of the Tonight Shows and they were talking about like his 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 he's an atheist, obviously. And they were asking, it was Stephen Colbert and they were asked, he was asking him, because Stephen Colbert is very vocal about being Catholic. And he was talking about how, you know, well, you just have to have faith. Like, that's why I believe in God. And he said, okay, this is Ricky saying this. He said, but if you threw out all your biblical texts, all of them, in a few generations, no one would remember your religion. But if you threw out all of the science books, we would still have science because it would continue to prove itself over and over and over again. Science just exists in the world exactly. and it's provable. The theories are provable. So you can't actually rid yourself of science and the actual physics and geometry of the universe the way you could with religion. God, I and love I was like, your base. I love Excellent well, point. 
and it makes sense too why some people go to such great lengths to try to prove religion as history well because religion is a really good shield for bigotry ah that's all it is it gives them a shield to hate who they want to hate and ostracize who they want to ostracize and keep people separate they do it down the lines of religion. You have all these people now. Look at Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and Ron DeSantis screaming for religious rights. They'd feel very differently if it was a Muslim up on the congressional podium screaming for those religious rights. I mean, how fucking stupid are these people going to feel a hundred years from Never. now? Never. They're not. They're not smart enough to feel stupid. Nope. <laughs> Part of stupidity... Part of the inherent ties to, to stupidity is ignorance because we quite literally have the library of Alexandria at our fingertips 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And they continue to stay ignorant because it's safe. It's comforting. Well, but like, the other it's thing very is uncomfortable for people to say, I don't know. Let me look that up. Or I don't know. That's not my experience, but I'm willing to listen to you. That's scary to them. There's well, and people aren't willing to let go of it, though, Julie, because churches have become businesses mm -hmm. that don't pay taxes. You know, the largest and they're nonprofit or, or they can file as nonprofit organizations. Yeah, they don't pay taxes. They don't pay taxes. And millions of these giant tax shelters. You know, the largest yeah. landowner in the entire world, the institution that owns more land than anybody else is the Catholic Church. There no, I thought it was the Mormons. I was just going to say, I thought it was the Mormons, they, too. They own property all over the world. The Mormons are, mm -hmm. are pretty isolated to America, but it's a Catholic church. A woman on TikTok that I think I've sent you guys before who, if I was ever going to believe in religion, she would have convinced me of it. And she says, basically, how we, how we have it is all messed up. Jesus possibly existed but he was multiple people and he is not what everybody has made him out to be you could say the same for paul bunyan he probably existed and what he got turned into <laughs> and babe probably <laughs> how she words it is like so beautifully and like what we all think as religion is not what we think it is and she like shows you on her tiktok and like she spends the money on showing the book like that's like her degree i guess or her master's degree i don't know if it's like bibliography or whatever the fuck it could possibly theology own. whatever <laughs> like, but she like goes science it. like jesus <laughs> existed but not in the way that we all form him to be now in the material world and oh, for sure it's just, it, it, it's, we're all so fucked up when it comes to religion. Like, it's fucking sad. And nobody takes the facts and science into account as far as we've come and, and as far as we've learned. Like, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. You know, we're supposed to be. Different belief systems. Oh, it's just so fucking absolute. Yeah. how we've done things and how we've morphed things and how hateful we've turned things into like mm -hmm. uh, i'll stop but it's 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 fucking heartbreaking like what, what turned it into and 
families have turned against families and mothers and fathers have turned against children and vice versa based off of shit that just doesn't fucking exist. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just not fucking right. But you're so fucking compounded and you have your head so far in the fucking sand, you can't see past your own fucking asshole to your children or to your mother or to your father or to your family members. It's just so fucked up what it's all turned into. Like, I just can't fucking wrap my mind around it. Julie, it's not what it's turned into. This is Julie what religion is. your religion of fuck. <laughs> it's what religion has always been. They they like to spin a tale of early biblical times of being like, oh, no, everyone was real kumbaya. But Rome fell over Christianity. Like, th- this isn't. Fuck everybody. I, but I'm just, I'm saying, like, the, the torment, the the. T- the tearing of the political and familial unit based on religion has existed since religion became conception. Like they, we have the crusades, how many millions of people died in the crusades? How many hundreds of thousands of native Americans did we just obliterate because we were the, we were spreading Christianity through the colonies. Like the, we, we fight over religion now, but it's not a modern issue. It has always existed because people use religion as a shield for hate and bigotry. I wish it wasn't that simple, but it just is. They have made entire their entire self-identity based around a book that was written 75 years after Jesus supposedly existed. They kept out over a thousand books from the Bible. A group of dudes decided what went into the Bible. They excluded women. They excluded the sex workers that Jesus aligned himself with, the the fictitious Jesus or the partially real Jesus or whatever. And they have tried to conquer the world based on these ideals. The whole, the patriarchy exists because of religion women are second-class citizens because of religion they want to take us out back and shoot us for being legitimate because of religion <laughs> like all of this has existed since the inception of religion and the reason that it took such a stronghold was because those early religions if you talk about like native american culture <laughs> stacy's like dying laughing you really got me with wait say what we're legitimacqua <laughs> lgbtq <laughs> that's like as good as ladala bean <laughs> <laughs> those religions that they practice were to become one with their surroundings one with earth so of course they got annihilated by a group that used it as a weapon and they continue to weaponize it. And we just, we know better now. Why do we keep letting them do that? I fucking hate organized religion. For sure. Word. It's yeah, word. fair. Fair. Mm-hmm. It's not fucking fair. So any whore, what else is going on? I have a five minute really quick pop culture because I dropped the ball and I didn't do my homework on the Biebers, which I will do next pod. I promise next Let podcast. The record show I was up to date on the Biebers. That is the deep dive of all deep dives, my friend. And I couldn't get di- I couldn't dive deep enough. So I'm I'm ill prepared. So um <laughs> I have a quick five minute one and it follows along our theme 
tonight that we apparently have of science. So scientists, in order to like preserve animals that are going extinct, have been experimenting with sperm and egg of different species. And they've successfully made domestic jaguars, um, ca- uh, cow antelope, and sheep deer. And then but they've not let them mature to anything that we would see today. They kill it off as soon as it's like viable. But it's but like the whole point is it's gotten viable. You know what I mean? Like they've connected. It's fertilized. It has started to grow and started to become a thing. And it would have been viable. So they they don't know what it would turn into, but they kill it off. So the newest one that they did is messing with dolphin sperm because dolphin sperm is very fertile and very like potent. They put dolphin sperm in a cow egg and it was it fertilized better than bull sperm. It was like, this is where I'm supposed to be and attached and fertilized so quick that they're like, holy cow. So now they're going to experiment more with. Holy cow. (laughs) 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 That they're going to experiment more with dolphin sperm in other species to see what else it will connect with. So we could eventually see some very mermaids. They like descended from. That's what somebody like else sea said. mammals, like sea mammals descended from apparently things kind of like cows and stuff, right? Right. Well, that's kind of what I was like. Don't we have like cow dolphins, like manatees? Manatees, like- yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sea cow. Yeah. The cows of the sea. They're the cows of the sea. And I, I know manatees. I feel like a lot of people would be like, uh, immediate animal cruelty because what are you creating you don't even know if it's going to be able to exist or survive or whatever that's like they have all these like i almost said gourmet not gourmet boutique dog breeds right that like can't have puppies like you if you right. have a doodle it can't breed and like at some point like, like, yeah, hmm? yeah they have sections and... yeah if you have certain breeds of dogs they can't like they can only breed one generation like you can't take the mix of them and breed them with the mix of them or something else like they can only whatever happens is just like a good old-fashioned mutt close your ears eleanor <laughs> <laughs> yeah designer dogs like a, have gotten i mean like there's a <laughs> show dog and jackie's got her royal blooded hound over there <laughs> and i've got go online a, and look at i've got dogs. facebook and craigslist <laughs> what makes me mad about this yeah. is that so they're gonna they're gonna do all this That's and yet they want to they want to completely govern abortion and women's bodies and yet Seriously. they're going to do all this stuff right. like well, are I you think kidding me it's oh, it like the, well the thing that really about the separation of religion and science so these people are trying to are playing with science to try to see if they can you know fix yeah, well, for basically the... extinction. But yeah. it's the religious people that are saying that, like, we can't have abortions, right? People that are science based know that, like, it's not a baby yet, it's a fetus. And it's not, you know, it's not a human yet until this point, and, you know, that kind of thing. Until it so reaches it's still... the point they don't want to support it anymore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I get the people that say, guns. like, it's kind of 
animal cruelty, but at the same time, I think it's cool that we're trying to work on extinction. One of the other cool things that they've really come a long way with, and um, I only heard it on Pod Save America the other day, oh. so I'm going to have to read more about it. I guess they've really developed the ability to create um, lab-created meat so that we can start getting rid of um, agricultural farming is the number one killer of our planet. Um, unfortunately, like the, the number one cause of deforestation on the planet is, is factory farming. So if they can successfully, uh, create lab meat that actually tastes like chicken, tastes like steak, tastes like all these things, but not a single animal was harmed. Not a single forest was taken away, nothing. We are going to be able to reverse climate change at a rate that would be faster if everyone stopped driving cars tomorrow. Mm. Which Wait, is my dad just insane. told me about that. And it's crazy. But what the hell is it made out of? It's just well, sure we're able to recreate ground. the proteins and everything. It's yeah, it will take it tastes ground. look and feels like meat. But they don't have to, I, it's the same kind of concept. It's not the same process, obviously. It's like lab created diamonds now. It's just pressure yeah. on coal that creates a diamond, right? It's the you same thing need, as like Soylent Green. Right. You don't need to actually <laughs> send people that make four cents an hour into mines to get diamonds out if you can, in a lab, pressurize a piece of coal and get a diamond. Like, what's the difference? Mm -hmm. So it's the same concept. We're taking like the harm to the planet out of it. And I'm telling you guys right now, if we're able to do this, this generation is not going to go for it. We have a whole group that's never going to buy into that. But if lab created meat became a thing, I would switch in a yeah. heartbeat. Can I say this? And I don't want to sound like a total like meh, but like I would absolutely do it as well as long as it was affordable. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I'm I saying. Don't, right yeah, now, like right. if is it's, it going to be affordable? Yeah, too? like it's like if it becomes like ground beef it, i fucking hate ground beef so i don't right. i don't eat ground beef but i'm just saying like ground beef or ground you know alternative meat is is equal to maybe a little bit more yeah. i would absolutely go alternative meat because <laughs> i know that it's not going to it's not going to kill me but if it's like astronomically more well one of the problems is, is my alternative the, meat <laughs> the lobbyists they have Pickles. sitting the lobbyists they have working right now to lobby the government. Like, I don't think people realize how much like the meat industry and the milk industry lobbies our government. It has been proven over and over and over again. There's no reason for a, a person, a human person over the age of five to drink milk. There's literally none and adds no benefits, but the milk lobby, which is actually a thing is so strong that people continue to drink it all into their adulthood. You can get the same amount of uh, nourishment that you would get from milk at actually a higher rate just by taking vitamins because a ton of the milk that we receive as our bones harden and fuse together, which is why it's so sustainable for children under five because their bones are fusing, right? My son has more bones in his body than any of us because they're still fusing together, which is why they can like flop around on the ground and he runs yeah. around on his knees like he's not 40. He doesn't. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're making my knees hurt just talking about They have it. something like 60 more bones in them. So the milk is beneficial to them. But after the age of five, there's absolutely no reason to drink milk. So yeah. if we can actually work against the meat industry yeah. and the meat lobby, we could actually yeah. save this planet. But what's it made out of? 
Google it. I just <laughs> said I haven't to. done enough research on it I to be able to like, make a. I feel like they literally like figure it out and they like grow it. So it's like a tiny perfect. steak and then it's like a big steak. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a fillet. Mm, love me some. Listen, fillet. I'm going to try it. If it means saving yeah. the planet. I'll... Yeah. If it's just like a lab created protein, like your mom said, like, yeah, right. I'm in. Yeah, try I'm that. down, dude. I'm, I'm down to clown. <laughs> I well, wonder Stacey, if- you're in a different situation because like the porky meat and stuff you raise at your house. We're not talking about mm. factory farming at your house. That's a very different. If you can get rid of factory farming, that would revolutionize climate change. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking no, about totally you specifically. Get it. I totally get it. My dad pork. like told me about it for like an hour and I was like, I'm on board. But he couldn't answer it either. What the hell is it made out of? Well, because they're just now the science is just now getting to, which is right. crazy because side note, Aaron and I actually wrote about this in our book. That this I know. Why would you start talking about it? Lab created like yeah. proteins and meat. Oh my that god! Did science up. copy you guys? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, everybody did. like no. Taylor but, Swift like, they did, did not copy. You know, us. Yeah. Everybody's copying us, motherfuckers. Listen, <laughs> we explain nothing in it except that that's what they consumed. But yeah, <laughs> yeah we also don't explain what's in it. <laughs> but we all know agricultural farming like farming is destroying this planet it just Mm -hmm. is so could they not oh i mean isn't it just like like the methane gas and all that stuff what if it was all just plants and we weren't farming animals because if they did plant-based meats like they do like the impossible well the reason they won't get people so that already exists though and people won't switch to it because it doesn't have the same texture it doesn't have the Mm -hmm. same feel to it it just doesn't so it's really hard to get people off of meat permanently because yeah it's the it kind of tastes the same but it doesn't it just doesn't right so this is they had to create something that would mimic it like right but my question was like if they you're only talking about meat though right like to fix the planet mm-hmm. it's just getting rid of meat farming right not plant farming right do you say right. agricultural and i think of plants well i think agro no because when they talk about they the way they explain it is meat like the agricultural it, well listen 86 percent of california's water goes to alfalfa mm. which in turn hurts the climate because they're using it to feed animals for us to eat <laughs> yeah like it, yeah. it's all a, it's all you don't a, eat a alfalfa <laughs> yeah and if you can get rid of those alfalfa crops and replace them with produce that people eat <laughs> it'd make yeah. a huge difference so it, it's right. all linked like if you could so that's why they say if you give up meat one day a week it's the equivalent to taking 200 cars off the road give up meat one that's day crazy. a week any meat poultry pork red meat whatever so it's just give it up. I feel time. like there's a cultural change to it too, because I don't even have to think about like giving up meat meat once a week. I don't eat meat every day. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's just yeah. I and that's so different from when I grew up. I feel like breakfast had some kind of meat, lunch had some kind of meat, dinner had some kind of meat. And like there's plenty of nights where I eat that I don't or plenty of days where I don't have meat at all. Right. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that <laughs> and don't I rarely do eat red meat. Yeah. Uh, I, but I, I do eat other animal products. Like I go through a ton of eggs. Mm-hmm. But I go eggs, through eggs. Chickens lay eggs no matter what. Right? Yeah. 
That's why I can't get into the all the way vegan because yeah. chickens lay eggs, bees make honey. Even mm. if you didn't consume them, they would still create these things. Like right. that's not you're not killing them to obtain that from them. They just yeah. do it. Right. Yeah. Like, do I think that they shouldn't uh, have them have them in the in the collection houses like they do? Sure. Oh like, yeah. Free range. Yes. Yeah. But like, I yeah, I agree with you. Like, I I was thinking about Anne Geary who you're on is mute, on me. No, oh. Julie. Oh, she's trying to interrupt you. No, it's okay. I just like I was thinking about Anne, who's been on the podcast for our Taylor Swift stuff before. Like she has gone vegan, and mm-hmm. I know a lot of hers is because of the cruelty to the animals. Um, but I, I'm so interested in that path. I, um, I have some commitment issues. I'm trying to iron. Oh. Out. I know. I know. Brand new information. I, I mean, you know what? I love you all and I'm committed to you. So, I mean, uh, so hold on. Um, what, Julie? Am I still on mute? No, no, I never put you on mute. <laughs> also, I wish people could see that because Julie ate that Jamoy pickle, she, she looks like that. a kid who was drinking straight out of the Kool Aid pitcher. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Got a thick Kool Aid mustache and beard yeah. happening. She looks like she put okay, lipstick the problem, on. Julie, Julie. The problem is if anybody else is talking, it counteracts you. So you can't over-talk anybody. Everybody has to be silent for you to be heard. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so talk. What, what the fuck are we supposed to eat? Grass? <laughs> I like bacon. Julie's like- not going vegan. <laughs> She's not going to eat the alternative meat. <laughs> what the fuck are we supposed to eat? That's what we're talking about. They're working on creating lab created pork so that you will actually. Oh, bullshit. Because I've had the incredible thing. It's like she hasn't been paying attention to the last 10 minutes. I know. I've had the impossible fingers from Starbucks. Tried to eat something vegan and it fucking tasted like garbage. Which is the point they're making. That's what we were talking about, Jewel. That's what they're working on is creating a substance that actually is meat. It's just not from animals. It's It's science. As long as if you try to buy it from a place that treats your animal good, that it's not a a farm. That's my personal opinion. I know I'm going against everything y'all think, but... Ah. you're allowed allowed to go against what we think seeds bitch i'm big i like i like meat i like (laughs) big like stuff right that's what they're that's what they're working on i swear to god she doesn't listen to 90 percent of what we say she she likes me her red pickle filled with sugar Did you see how red her fingers are? I don't, she's got it on her chin. She's she like, reached ah. way down into the cooling pressure. Okay. That's the Julie. like, Julie, Julie, have you gotten into the Kool-Aid? And it's like, no, with like big red. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Julie's a mess. All right. Not to uh, switch topics, but if we don't oh. talk, if we don't oh. talk about Taylor Swift starting to tour tonight. Okay. First, I want to say my favorite thing that has happened. Well, (laughs) 
one of my favorite things. And listen, it gives Arizona a little bit of like higher elevation in my head because I just thought of Arizona as the place Republican Californians move because they wanted to keep the weather, but not the politics. Like that's how I picture Arizona. 100%. Glendale, Arizona has renamed their city to Swift City. And they're calling it Arizona, E-R-A. I love that. I didn't know that. Come on. I just, for the record, what musical talent has that kind of power? That because let me tell you something. Getting anything done in a city is like, and they've changed it on Google. Like it's everywhere. If you were to Google Glendale, Arizona, right now, it is called Swift City Era, E-E-R-A Zona. And but also I just, they're bringing in a lot okay. of money. <laughs> Taylor Swift though has a power that is just unmatched yeah. by anyone in our generation. The amount of people that are flying to Arizona. You see for the this TikToks concert? of people singing her songs on the airplane. Oh my gosh! Like, like oh. this is what I love is that she's such a uniting force because we knew from the get go, right? Like we are making friendship bracelets. We're trading friendship bracelets at the concert. That's the thing that's happening. But watching these videos <laughs> of people seeing like, like other people in like Taylor Swift merch in the airport and just like the good vibes coming out of it. I'm here for it. The fact that we have to start seeing these things now and we don't go until the end of July. I know. It's so hard. We could have gone to Vegas, but you couldn't go because you're I going know. to Yosemite. So just saying. I know it's still just so and like obviously like people are trying to make the decision of like do you watch the videos do you not watch the videos I'm gonna watch the videos I'm gonna watch the videos I'm gonna watch them there's There's no no way way around it there's no way around it you'd have to be on social media absolutely 100% until your time of the concert here at least we would our algorithms are Mm -hmm. littered with yeah same yeah like I could never mine is just era's tour outfits that's all my my whole thing so glad we don't share an algorithm yeah um (laughs) mine is outfits too it's people making their their outfits costumes the fact that people are going so hard on their costumes for this thing I love it yeah (laughs) I love it because it just shows that people feel like they're a part of it yeah. And I love all the TikToks of the Swifties out drinking last night, the night before, and people are just yes. handing them friendship bracelets. And that's like, why I'm like, maybe we need to go to a Taylor themed soiree and I can wear a second outfit. Oh, go to something. I bet you if you go, like, find out where she's like going to be at and go to that town and go to the bars and stuff, you I are, bet they're going to have they're, a thing. They're, yeah. they're, ha- they're having yeah. like Taylor Swift pop up bars all over. Yeah. Like, and right. She's going to be, it's going to be there. Like at our, like in Tampa, there's like three bars that are doing Taylor Swift themed everything. I literally want to cry. I want to try and get, maybe I can get one of our dumb, dumb little bars in town to do something. They would, <clears throat> it would be so popular. Here's the thing. Yeah. I just feel, and listen, I don't get excited about a lot of stuff. So whenever anyone gets on me about loving Taylor Swift as much as I do, just let me enjoy things. Okay. Just let me enjoy it. But I feel, no, not us. They're not random people. No, I'm saying, do people do that to you? Yeah. Because people can't believe that I'm such a diehard Swifty. Oh, I mean, it was shocking at first. (laughs) It was shocking at first. I was like, you're talking about you. But the, the I just I feel so grateful to be alive at the same time that she is. Like I Girl, just same. do. I I'm just so do. excited to go to this thing that I'm gonna I, cry. 
I'm seriously gonna I I I'm gonna cry tonight when I see videos on TikTok. Oh my god. So we had friends here this past weekend and I made them all watch the reputation tour on Netflix. <laughs> and like I seriously thought they were all gonna protest it. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you all. We're watching this. And I told Jackie about it. Jackie's like, I bet you were a hit. And I was <laughs> like, no, I'm being for real. When I tell you that everybody was like into it, it was amazing. And then like my friend Jen. She actually like stayed on in the line to get tickets for her girls for Minneapolis concert, like for 11 hours. Like, I mean, I know a lot of people stayed in for a lot longer times. I'm not saying that she did something and didn't get anything. Right. But I'm just saying like, so I kept telling her, I'm like, do not get out of line. Do not get out of line. You need to get these tickets. She got them. And then she surprised her girls with, with them um, on Christmas. She's like mom of the year. She's watching it and she's like, I cannot tell you how excited I am to see Taylor Swift in concert now. And I'm like, I know. I, I am going to be insufferable. Yeah. For yeah. the Same. next several for months. For the next, yeah. yeah. Starting Same. starting yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm I can't even excited. help it. I just, I'm just like, excited. How how many things do we have that we get to get like this excited about? I am so excited. Yeah. It's going to be but I heard her set list. Her concert is three and a half hours, which brings me so much joy. Long, yeah. I can't wait. So I was joy. hoping for six, Dude, but I'll take three and a half. I love <laughs> some of those pictures too that she posted and trying to figure out like oh. the picture where she's on her. I'll tell you what, if that woman sings Haunted oh. while we're there, I will just cease to be in this universe. Yeah. And she brings out celebrities too, right? Are you excited to see what celebrity she brings out? Yeah, no, not not as much. I'm just excited. No, to see I don't her. care. I don't care who she brings out. Yeah, I've never same. cared. Yeah, no, I, think I just want to see her. Well, when I took you, Stacy actually has been to a Taylor Taylor Swift concert before the other Stacy, which is just kind of mind blowing because she was VIP with me to 1989. Oh God, was that amazing? Man, was that concert phenomenal? You. Yeah, oh, good. That was yeah. my gateway Taylor. That was my gateway album. We like planned our outfits mine, for like a mine week. Was like, debut. And I like, like it was, it was intense. We got all the swag gear for being, being VIP. So we had our little cups, our Taylor Swift cups and like lanyards, sunglasses. So cool. Okay. That aren't so you guys good. so happy we did not get VIP? No. Those boxes were not good. Oh, I don't care about the boxes. I want, I am so sad. We're like, listen, we got good seats. No, we got I just very, very lucky, but Floor oh, would good. be, this is the first time I'm going to see Taylor not on the floor. Okay, but also keep your options open. There's going to be, there's going to be additional tickets. Day of sales. Yeah, I, 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 I keep your options open. That's all I'm saying. Julie, are you excited to see Taylor? I am excited to be around you guys while we're seeing Taylor. <laughs> That's how like, I felt going with Jax, too. Yeah, she was I, so excited. I was excited from her yeah, excitement. I love Taylor Swift. I don't know that I'll ever love her as much as you guys do. And I'm so excited here on that whole vibe and that whole environment. I'm going to be fucking pumped the day yeah. of. Like, I'm going to yeah. be a fucking Swifty full on. I already got my outfit figured out. Like, I'm fucking there. What? Jax, wearing a black t-shirt. Jackie's wearing a black t-shirt. Come on. We got to get Jackie a t-shirt. There's nothing I love more than seeing my hella sophisticated, smart, genius sister 
being super pumped <laughs> out. <laughs> and I am fucking there for it. Like, I'm so excited to see Jax. So excited. Like, I couldn't be more excited just to be there for that. Like, I do love Taylor Swift. And I'm going to be not probably as excited as you guys. But I love being around Jax. And she's just fucking fangirling her (laughs) (laughs) fucking pump her up and that's what i want to be there for i'm gonna be on fucking board with it i'm gonna be like fuck yeah taylor swift yes listen take bathroom breaks before no one's going pee during the concert no as many beers as we can we collect them okay we we get them we go back to our seat we go back we get more we bring them back to our seat Collect the beers, but no peeing for three hours. I'm gonna bring a go girl or something because I'm not missing a Taylor Swift song. Don't worry about me. I'm not eating. I'm not diaper. I'm so excited to see Jack so fucking pumped. I'm not gonna drink. I'm gonna just get stoned, and I can't wait. (laughs) I can't fucking wait. I'm gonna put my 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 pen out, and I'm just gonna be like puff puff, motherfucker. I'm gonna be so excited. I I'm I'm ready to cry. I'm ready to laugh. I'm also ready to sob. It's going to be a very emotional experience for me. Fucking thing. I'm so excited to see Jax. Like her fucking energy and how little kid excited she gets about stuff. Like I'm going to be all over. I'm going to follow her lead with the whole thing. I'm fucking stoked for that. I love it. Even my wife is like, you don't love Taylor Swift as much. I'm like, yes, the fuck I do. Shut up. I'm yeah. you better or you're going to get kicked off. Yeah, or you're yeah, not. I mean, you're not getting me booted off the train. I'm literally <laughs> like, and I'm waiting in the standby lane. Julie, you yeah, better. If you don't go, Aaron's in the standby. Aaron, I'm there's going to be tickets. I'm, yes, not, fucking, I'm not sitting by myself. Fuck that. I'm not sitting by myself. No, I we can we can trade him up. I bet my sister, and I love seeing her so pumped up. Like I'm fucking there. Aaron, if Julie's de- well, we'll talk about it afterwards. If Julie's dedicated Correct. to going though, come. We'll get day of tickets. We'll we'll trade tickets around. Don't worry about it. Oh, I've, <laughs> I've already worked it out. So go about your business. I've I I stood. <laughs> Fine. Go go about your business. Listen, what? nobody's alone what? at a Taylor Swift concert. We're trading friendship bracelets. <laughs> I put in line for California. I'm going. Can we talk about the release? Who, who thinks Speak Now is coming before? Uh, I think it's coming. I think so too. And if it doesn't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Blondie's just messing us around. We've had so many times. I thought it was going to be last night. So did I. I. That's when I thought it was going to be. But I think the fact that she moved, um, if this was a movie, from Speak Now over to Fearless says a lot. And I'm sorry, if she's going to do Haunted, Ugh. it's coming out. And I'll tell you what, it's not been until there's been all this discussion about the like Speak Now, Taylor's version. Man, that record was so good. That yeah, was it so was very good. I've been good. listening to it and I've I you know me, I'm not like a beginning of the beginning of time Taylor fan. Like I I you much get like, on it. You're gonna air Yeah. No, I know I am. Believe me. I have been. That's what I'm saying. Like I've been listening 
to all of them. And I'm in, I'm in love with speak now. It is so good. I also like if she plays long live. Oh, uh, come on. I'm going to uh, just jump off the balcony. It's going to be an absolute puddle. But I'm going to have to go up because I'm, I've got good seats. You know with fan. And this is probably going to sound super cheesy. It's not even her. It's listening to her and knowing how much y'all love her. So listening to her makes me think of you bitches. Aww. I'm like, oh, they probably love this song. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're, you're not wrong. It doesn't matter what song it is. You're not wrong. <laughs> we probably do. Yeah. <laughs> this makes Jack maybe think of this. or da, da, da. Like You're going to you hear that 50 times that night. Yeah, you guys have made me a bigger Taylor Swift fan than I think I've ever been because of how much you guys love her and just like, but she's a, she's fucking good. Taylor, she's good. She toys, not, I don't want to say toys because she's very respectful of her fans, but she does like. But it's fun. It's like a game. Yeah, she does play with everybody, kind of. Like, she's fucking... She it feels like an in. inside joke all of the time. <laughs> like, I feel like all of the Easter eggs and stuff... Dirty bird. In, in a respectful <laughs> way, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, but the yeah. Easter eggs and stuff, if you're not... Most of them would get missed unless you're devoted. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, these people that come out with the threads where it's, like, in her new videos, it's like... 75 easter eggs i'm like i caught like and listen not all heroes wear capes i'm i'm very grateful <laughs> for those people yeah same very, agreed very agreed yeah yeah the people yeah. that make the tumblr tumblr posts and yeah because we don't yeah. have the time to dedicate to that kind of stuff but i got three minutes to dedicate to watching i mean it. it's literally forensic specialists these people are taylor oh, totally he's music specialists. for overachieving people mm -hmm. yes because he's to... a, a fucking publicity genius Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. Any 100%. interview that she had, any anything that she's had, she's so nice and so yes. respectful and so Chef's particular. Kiss. She's so particular about everything that she says to never offend anybody, or like she's very she's very like direct. In what she says, it just makes me respect her a lot. For me, like, mm -hmm. she doesn't ever, like, she has somehow had probably, I've watched at least 50 interviews ever since you guys have got me on this train. And she's very particular about what she says and how she says things to never offend anybody. She's just, she's, she's intentional. Yeah. Intentional. Yeah. She's very intentional about what she says. And she's a very respectful young woman. And she's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. And, only oh. gotten better. and her voice has only gotten better. And the fact that she writes most of her own lyrics and shit just makes you respect her that much more. I'm like, Damn, all of her, her own lyrics. Her, yeah. her, how her mind works and stuff to me is just like beautiful. Like your your mind is beautiful and gorgeous, and I hope that everybody can kind of feed into it. I don't know. I'm not. I wish that I loved somebody as much as you guys love her, but I I I do love who she is. I have fallen in love with her. I guess like just, the way you feel about science <laughs> is the way we feel about Taylor Swift. <laughs> she just brings us. Yeah, peace. she's 
and she's she's replacing religion yeah like this is our religion in the year of our lord taylor swift 2023 and like we're lucky to be alive in her time i we are you know and she's gonna go down in time as like or go up in time however you want to look at like she's gonna be remembered because the things that she says are so and how she words things it's like sometimes you feel like she's talking directly to you Uh, 100% she's just I don't know she's how 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 she words things are beautiful Shakespeare of our generation I don't care what anyone says 100% literally the only thing the only person I think even comes close yeah to lyric writing is Mumford and Sons She's a, like, even close. No, I would compare her more Florence. to Bob Dylan. No, I mean of our current generation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say Florence and the Machine. Oh, God, I fucking love Florence and the Machine. Don't Same. get Aaron started. I oh. She I is. fucking love Florence. Mother Earth to me. She's, she is. I think she's a poet before she's a singer, and she has figured out how to put it into that's perfect music she said that though that she only she wanted to be a songwriter the only reason she sings she has said in interviews i know i don't have the best voice in the music industry i sing because i want people to hear my words that that's it that was a way to get her words heard because she started at 13 years old so that's why she started singing she doesn't pretend to be kelly clarkson or adele or you know any of them she knows she's not she's a songwriter first and always she's a poet Mm -hmm. and like how how she puts things and a storyteller and like yeah she's all those things but she had her vocals have improved tremendously over the years yeah for sure i mean i'm i'm like i can't wait it's all the weed live and to be in that environment and like i'm so excited to see you so excited like a little fucking well, she kid. is a heck of a performer she is a heck of a performer she gets on stage and she knows how to play the stage so she she's mm. a really good performer yeah the first so, time she walks down that stage i've, I'm I've shit my pants i've worked a ton of concerts and been to just because I was working security for I mean Dave Matthews band Kiss 311 uh Macklemore Kesha I've worked all of them I am so excited to see her and see how she performs it's so what's rare about her I think besides I mean obviously she's a brilliant lyricist she's a, a she should be a case study for marketing. Like she's an incredible businesswoman. She is all those things. But I think what draws people to her, or at least what drew me to her at 22 years old, when I started listening or however old I was, is it's so rare to see someone who is so clearly doing what they are here to do. Like it's just, it, it flows out of every single pore of her. This is what she was always meant to do. I can't wait. I am so excited. (laughs) Like the fact that we miss lover. When all this endeavor, like I can't wait. 
It's I'm so excited to see you guys in your environment and talk about Taylor Swift and do all the Taylor Swift things and be all excited about Taylor Swift. Like, I'm so excited there for it. What's everyone obsessed with this week? So I've been watching like a ton of true crime documentaries. Um, not just like 2020, but like actual like documentaries. And because um, I didn't finish my book this week because I suck. Um, so do you guys remember that one? Um, the guy abducted in plain sight. That crazy ass documentary about the next, it wasn't next door. It was like down the street neighbor who befriends the family because he falls in love with like the 12 year old girl and then yep. he kidnaps her like more than once. And he tells her aliens. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. How crazy that was. Okay. So there's a, bit, there's a little bit newer one called um, friend of the family. Uh, I think it's on Hulu. I only have like Netflix, Hulu and HBO. So it's one of those. I think it's Hulu. Um, and it's more, it's not the people, but they did such a fantastic job casting it. And it's, I want to say like nine episodes and it takes you through the whole ordeal. And it's so, the, huh? It's so good. It's so good. The guy that plays um, the kidnapper is Stacy. What's that guy's name that plays Pete from The Office? You're muted. Yeah, um, he was in the social network too, right? Yeah. He's like the mean guy. Um, oh, I forget his name. Okay. So anybody that's watched The Office, it's Pete from The Office. He's done a few different roles, but he's super good as the kidnapper guy, um, the friend next door. And I mean, like I was glued to, I watched the whole thing in two days and it's like nine episodes. So if you really liked abducted in plain sight, I think like you should definitely watch a friend of the family, like chef's kiss. Very good. good they really, Thank you. The mom, because he was like fucking the mom and even hooked up with the dad at one point. Like I'm terrible at names, but the mom is Sookie Stackhouse from True Blood. Mm-hmm. Um, his wife, yeah, Anna Paquin, I knew that one. His wife is, um, oh, I can't think of her name. I had it on the tip of my tongue. And then the girl they have that actually plays Jan, the girl he kidnaps. If you look at, if you watch like Abducted in Plain Sight and watch the interview with Jan, the real Jan, she looks just like her in like her younger years. They got the same haircut, the outfits, the personality, everything like pinpoint. Like they did such a good job with it. It's awesome. It's oh, it's really good. You mean okay, I know what you're talking about. I was like, this sounds like that documentary. And then yeah, okay, I got you. Didn't he end up like killing himself in prison? Yeah. Yeah. If you guys don't know the story, so he lived down the street, he befriended the family, they did everything together. He takes Jan when she's twelve ish on a horseback riding, like lesson kind of thing and he kidnaps her for 30 days takes her to mexico marries her in mexico and he tells the family i will only bring her back if you let me marry her in the u.s because um i think she's 14 at the time um it started when she was 12 i'll only bring her back to the u.s if you guys let us get married in the u.s because then i won't face kidnapping charges and the parents are like no what are you talking about but he is so charismatic that he had like it, it, the the show goes into like a deep dive into everything. Right. Oh, 
all the fucked up shit that he did to her and how he fucked with her head and like even set up like uh speakers in her room so that she actually thought aliens were talking to her like it's super super she believed she believed that what he told her was that her dad was not really her dad and that her dad her biological dad was an alien so she was half alien and that she was and that the aliens talked to him and said that they have to create a baby to save their planet and because yeah. she's a, a kid at the time she's 12 when it starts she believes all of it and he says if we don't do this they talk to me zelfin and zelfire or whatever their names are they've talked to me and they said number 1 we'll blind your sister number 2 if you don't complete the task which is to get pregnant with this alien baby to save the like their planet then i have to take your younger sister instead so you have to make sure that you get pregnant so i don't have to take your you know 9 year old sister in your place like it's crazy and the show the documentary talks a little bit about the alien stuff but the show the nine episode show actually goes really deep in and explains exactly what was said to make her believe this alien story and it goes like much deeper into and where he put her um he kidnaps her the second time and hides her in a catholic school a boarding school so that the parents can't like follow him around and hire detectives to follow him around to find her how, because she's actually not with him. He put her in how, a boarding school. And how he convinced the Catholic school teachers to not give information. Like it's so fucked up. It's crazy. It's but he's guy, so charismatic that he has sexual encounters with the mom and the dad. Yeah. It's the, it's the guy from the White Lotus from the first season, Jake Lacey. Jake Lacey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. That is the, the guy that plays the kidnapper. But he, um, so he has sexual encounters with the mom and the dad because he's such a charismatic person. And that's what he holds over their heads as if you don't help me marry your 12 year old daughter, 14 year old daughter, I will out you as homosexual and I will out you as cheating on your husband. So. Yeah. You have to do what I say and let me marry your 14-year-old. It's crazy. It's and they still crazy. sacrifice their 14-year-old? Like, get out of here. You know, yeah. so funny like is... The dumbest parents ever. One yeah. of my favorite uh, memes that's ever happened in the history of memes is from that show from Abducted in Plain Sight, where it was like, interviewer, tell me a time about you when a time you went above and beyond for a friend. And it's just the old man dad. Like, oh, God. Because he like gave the guy a blowjob. Yeah. Yes. Yep. No, I agree. That was crazy. That was yeah. crazy. They're the dumbest parents i've ever seen the shit they do to cover their own asses and stuff oh my god and then they were like oh he was really he was very persuasive was he because that's awful yeah oh yeah they said like i'm so sorry i'm taking up so much time on my obsessed with jacks like i know you're like rain it in um that one of the things that he did when she was 12 years old is he had bipolar disorder i believe and so he said his therapist told him that he has to lay in bed next to Jan and she's only 12 years old and he has to listen to like sexual tapes on headphones while laying next to her. And the parents said, well, if the doctor said it, that that's what needs yeah. that's what he has to do to make him better. Guess we'll let him lay next to our 12 year old. I to guarantee do so you they were Republicans. In her bed. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> Other Stacy, what are you obsessed with? That's just that's a hard act to follow. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go obviously Taylor Swift, like duh. Um, so like non-Taylor Swift, I'm gonna say Daisy Jones and the Six. So if you haven't yet. such a fun book, if you haven't read it, read it. But or watch the show and read it after because so far it's re- I know it's gotten like kind of mixed reviews. I really like it. I'm Does it follow it. the book? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple things so far that are different. I mean, there's always in adaptations, you know, they're gonna be different. Yeah. But um it's really good and the music is so good. And sound is good, yeah. I've listened so to the soundtrack. So, so then by way of being obsessed with that, um the other thing that's like really popular on my TikTok algorithm right now is the video of Fleetwood Mac from like 1998 where Stevie Nicks is like singing Silver Springs at Lindsey Buckingham, but like cursing him kind of while she does it. And it's like, that's taken over my brain a little bit too. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I sent it to you, Bird, I think. Aaron, what are you obsessed with? I feel like I watched it. Hey, Sam, I'm really proud um, of you. That was quick, concise, to the point. Good job. Okay. Uh, I'm obsessed with, uh, me. Hey, I've been, that never happens listeners. Right. All right. I'm, I've been writing full time now for two weeks. Um, I have never felt better in my life. Like I'm writing some of the best, I don't know, words, (laughs) Clearly, obviously, yeah. Clearly, can't speak anymore, (laughs) but it's cool. It's cool. I'll take writing, um, that I've ever written. Like it has been amazing, and it feels so good to be able to like focus and do this. And um, I really hope that this continues because um, the book Jackie and I are working on is just fan fucking tastic. It's gonna. So good. I'm so obsessed with it. Like I keep, I like have to stop myself from going back and reading because I don't want to do it until we're done. Yeah. Right. Like I just, I want to, and I'm like, ah, stop. Um, but yeah. And then like, I'm writing this new book called, um, I, I just named it, um, the, t- the tapestry of a heart. And I am, I was really inspired by, um, I, uh, she, she'll patch up the tapestry I shred from champagne problems and I um I was like I really love that so I I went with it so that's um and I just I just am so inspired and just happy and just writing and it feels so fucking good I love it so much um so that's what I'm obsessed with right now and uh the last of us the end uh yes yeah Yeah. it was yeah. a lot. So um, I don't know. Do we all want to talk about it? Are we going to talk about it? Should we it not talk so about it? It's heartbreaking. So Let's wait one lot. more week. Give okay. people a chance to watch it if they haven't. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. All right. And we, we're running out of time, so that's cool. Um, One other thing. So we had friends here, and I love you. You guys are all my friends. There are friends from up north, like – it just felt really good to be around people that are all about um, feminism and loving women and lifting each other up. And none of them are ladder kickers. And it's just, we just had a really great time just like talking and connecting. And I just feel like it was like wine country. Like we all, you know, put our finest moo-moos on and sat around the table. Oh. And 
And it just, it just was really great. And um, I'm, I'm obsessed with female friendships and how important they are for our mental health. And uh, one of the things my therapist is always telling me is to make sure you're always staying connected with the people that matter to you. And I think for the longest time, I didn't do that. And I've been trying to make a more conscious effort to do that. And this, this is, this is really, really helpful. So back to you. I like that term ladder kickers. That's a Jackie. Know, right like there. That <laughs> that's like Jackie. That. That's, that's all. That's all JD right that there. Yeah. Julie, what are you obsessed with? I haven't been obsessed with a whole lot. I've been working a lot this week. Um, if there was one thing that I've been looking forward to this week, I've been reaching out to some of my girlfriends and I'm really looking forward to my birthday. It sounds really dumb. I want to have like a daytime girl slumber party and binge watch. I uh, like <laughs> and just have like blankets and pillows and pajamas and junk food and just hang out. So that's Can I been, come? That's, <laughs> when is this? Yes. I've like, literally that's been like my little light at the, I've been so slammed with everything this week. So, um, that's kind of what I've been looking forward to is just planning something fun and relaxing for everybody. Um, that everybody that I, you know, in the area that can come, that can come and just relax for the day and chill. And I've been thinking about how I would make that work and a good day that would work for everybody. So that's, I guess that would be my obsession. Yeah. I just want to chill for my birthday. Well, I am upset. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Yes. Um, it has been a busy week. We have the biggest event of the year where I work tomorrow that my department puts on. It's something like 80,000 people come to it. So I'm excited about that. I also turned 42 this weekend, which is old. I'm old. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Aaron will always be the oldest of us. But look the Thank you, Donna. You don't look a day over thirty-nine. Thank you. Are you talking to me or my mom? Oh, Donna. Jackie, you look thirty-two. You're fine. I don't. I I feel 42 in my back every single day. Uh, every oh, year on my birthday, I try to just like, I try to do some reflection on the things that I've done this year and the things that I want to do. And it's been a good year. I've had a, I've had a real good year. 41 was good to me. Um, I'm hoping 42 is good to me. My son starts kindergarten this upcoming year, which is I'm, I feel so old sometimes that I remember like I have a four-year-old and then I feel old again. But, <laughs> <laughs> old <laughs> and tired. <laughs> My mom's here. So that's exciting. Um, and of course, like God, the, the era's tour starting is so exciting. I'm hoping the era's tour doesn't mean that Taylor's going to be taking a break to get married and have kids. I mean, good for her, whatever, but like for the rest of us, if she's break from writing music. So we'll see how that pans out. But 
41 was great to me. Hoping 42 is even better. And um, yeah, things are things are good. Things are good. Looking forward to this weekend. Going to have a lot of festivities around St. Patrick's Day. And I'll have to forever share this time of year with my job. So that's interesting. But uh, and also Stacy's youngest is turning 16 because her and I share a birthday. Cheers to all the little Pisces. So weird. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And um, yeah, it's a good day to have a good day, guys. It's a good day to have a good day. But that is it for us this week. Have the best weekend available to you. And we will catch you next weekend when we're all getting ready to be at the murder mystery party. Well, most of us are getting ready to be at the murder mystery party that takes place the next night, except for Julie and Aaron. Because they live in very red states mm-hmm. so <laughs> <laughs> that that's funny i mean we have airplanes and we just can't make it <laughs> god okay <laughs> <laughs> actually i don't think i was technically invited because no, no because katie's wedding i'm just not traveling this year you just weren't Unless invited it's fine yeah i mean thanks stacy I'm just kidding. I didn't We're- even call you bird. Oh. I know that hurt. It's not as effective if you pointed out. I'm just saying. I know, but I have Oh, seen- the other thing, if you guys aren't watching, my mom and I started watching The Cleaning Lady on HBO. Hella good. All right. Did you guys watch Did you guys watch Shrinking yet? I did. So good. I- Shrinking. I like that. We're not doing it tonight, guys. Oh, okay. have a good weekend, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye Fierce Fan Media. <laughs>